here. And that lets you save the look here. True form life. Green look on You've just tuned in to the only health and fitness show in Mountain View County. We are exploring mind and body. I'm your host, True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. Today we got a quick and easy tuna recipe for you. We're talking about working together and counting calories. All that and so much more coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert on 96.5 CKFM. In this segment, I'm going to give you a recipe that's going to help you eat healthier, which may not be your favorite usual food. This is going to be a delicious recipe, and we'll give you a different idea on how to prepare this food and make it taste better so you're quicker to head to the kitchen instead of the drive-thru. We're talking about tuna here. First of all, make sure you're grabbing a dolphin-safe can. It'll say right on the label. You'll then pop the lid and drain the water, then set it aside. Let's prepare the pan. Lightly coat the bottom of the pan with coconut oil. This is not only healthy, but it's going to give your regular tuna a coconut twist. Put the heat on low and chop up some garlic while you're waiting for the pan to heat. Next, you can toss the garlic in on top of the simmering coconut oil and let it saute for a few minutes. You want the garlic and coconut oil to mix flavors, so let them both simmer on low for a few minutes. If your garlic starts to turn brown, you left it on just a bit too long. So be sure to keep the heat on low. While those two ingredients are doing their thing, we're going to crack open a can of black olives. This step is optional if you're not a black olive fan. Personally, I enjoy the flavor, especially mixed with the tuna. So use it at your own discretion. Drain the olives and put them on a cutting board. If you haven't bought them sliced, you're going to dice them up and set them aside. By this time, the garlic and coconut oil should be where you want them to be. So go ahead and grab the drained can of tuna and add it to the pan. Instead of dumping the entire can in the pan, I like to lightly spread the tuna over top so the tuna is evenly flavored with garlic and coconut oil. Tuna acts kind of like a sponge and will soak up the ingredients you've just sauteed, which is why I evenly spread the tuna. All we're going to do is let the tuna heat before it's ready. So this is a good time to add the olives so they can heat at the same time as the tuna. While this is heating, we're going to grab some lemon, cut it in half, and squeeze it on top of the tuna mixture. And finally, we're going to add some dill. Fresh is always best, especially from your own garden, if that's an option. Slice up the dill and use as much as you like for flavor purposes. You'll quickly find out lemon and dill are fantastic flavors that all complement each other. There isn't a ton of ingredients here. There's nothing that you'll only use for one meal. And with any luck, you'll already have them in your house. Because who wants to go out for one item? All the ingredients are inexpensive and easy to prepare. I want to be clear, this is a side meal, not a complete meal. It's high in protein, being about 28 grams per can, and not a whole lot of anything else besides flavor. This is perfect to add to a salad. Even better, to add to a quinoa salad. And it's great to throw on top of a base like brown rice. Use this recipe as a template and find your own variations. You can add whatever you like that sounds better to you. So next time you're driving home from work, pass all the fast food restaurants. Head straight to your pantry, pass the chips and cookies, and reach for that can of tuna that's been sitting there way too long. Wipe off the dust and pull out this recipe. You'll be surprised on what's inside. In the last show, I talked about using local services and what it's like to run a small business. Just to recap, we as business owners need support to stay open. At the same time, local citizens need those services as options. So it's a good idea to utilize what you have before we don't have it anymore. I know a lot of people travel to bigger centers for different reasons. Maybe the price is better, it could be service, or a person could work closer to a bigger center so it makes sense. In all these cases, actually, we have a good reason to use other services. We might be trying to pinch pennies wherever you can. Maybe you can't find quality service in a small town, or maybe it, it's less convenient. 
There's nothing wrong with any of these things. But think about this. What happens when your car breaks down and you need your local support? What happens when your back goes out and you need a local chiropractor? We need grocery stores, especially those that support local farmers. We need gas stations, pharmacies, local gyms, health food stores, and many others locally. We need them for emergencies. We need them for convenience. And we need them for those that don't have the ability to travel longer distances for other services. Unfortunately, these establishments need our support all the time. Not just when it's convenient for us. Not just when it's an emergency or when we need something right away. For these establishments that we value or should so much, they need constant support. It's not easy to explain to those that don't or haven't run any kind of business, but nonetheless, this is my reach out for those just like me in a different field. We have a large number of health and fitness resources right here locally in your own small town. Not only do citizens need to support small businesses, but each business needs to support one another. We'd be much better off if we all worked together, some sort of cross promotion, if we attracted bigger numbers together instead of smaller ones alone. We provide more of a service that way. And when it comes down to it, each business started out to provide. Whether that's changed or not, that's how we began. You run into competition here and there. You run into jealous people and those with the mindset of lack instead of those with the mindset of abundance. There's more than enough people in these towns to run several successful businesses in one field or in numerous fields. We give more options working together. We get more done. We influence more people. We're stronger and smarter when we have more resources. When I first got into town, I didn't have much of a response when I tried to contact every health and fitness business around. I didn't know if it's a small town thing or a health and fitness thing, but my reach outs for the most part came back empty, which is fine. I just came from a highly competitive life where although a team atmosphere, everyone did everything on their own for themselves. It didn't take long for a few to reach out themselves when they heard what I was doing and what I'm about. There's a select few I have a good relationship with that works out fantastic. It's a relief at times to not have to do everything yourself. It's a pleasure to talk about ideas with someone else and to feed off someone else's motivation once in a while. Together we are stronger than one could imagine. One of my favorite quotes, alone we stand, together we unite, together we can move mountains. You can check out one of the relationships we've built together at truehealthmatters.com. And together there's no question, we can accomplish a hundred times more than any single person could. Although there's a captain, teams break more records together. They accomplish more. They certainly make more money. They draw more fans, they create more wealth, they come up with better solutions to problems. Teams run this world of individuals. Corporations have teams. Lance Armstrong has a team, as did Michael Jordan. Where would they be without them? Who knows, but certainly not where they ended up. Fitness groups are teams. True form is a team. We encourage and support and joke around and have fun together. Elite gyms could have teams. Your coworkers or businesses have teams. Richard Branson, although the face of Virgin, has a team. So why do so many small businesses close their door to new opportunities? Why do so many try to make it on their own? Why do they refuse to work together? I can't answer those questions, but I can tell you I'm more than grateful for the teams I'm involved in. In fact, so much, we're working on a brand new one as we speak. So don't be afraid to come together, work as a team, and accomplish more than you've ever dreamed. Exploring mind and body with True Form's Drew Taddea would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. Lens Chiropractic, AG Foods in Gidsbury, CLC Fitness Center, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart. Working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, Drew Taddea, or how to become a sponsor of Exploring Mind and Body, visit trueformlife.com. Just about every one of us in our spoiled North American upbringing has been on a plane or will be at some point in their lives. 
technology and standard of living has allowed this, which means if you remember the emergency cards in front of the seat or have ever listened to the flight attendant or more recently watched the videos of the emergency safety precautions, they'll tell you exactly what to do if something should come up in an emergency. What I'm specifically talking about are those oxygen masks that drop down in case the plane loses altitude or cabin pressure in a hurry. The instructions are very clear. You're to put your mask on first and then assist someone else who may need help, meaning a child or an elderly person. I'd imagine a lot of people wouldn't think in depth and naturally say to themselves, nope, I'll help my child first. Of course, once again, natural. But think about how good you would be to them if the plane lost pressure so quickly, the oxygen level was drastically decreased and people started to pass out. What if you passed out while putting your child's mask on? Would they be able to assist you? I sure hope so because that mask might be your only hope in saving the life of both you and your child or mother or grandparent. What good would you be if you passed out? I'm sure you see what I'm getting at here. This segment has nothing to do with airplanes and everything to do with putting yourself first. More times than I could count, I hear, I didn't have time. I do whatever I can to erase that vocabulary to members, clients, and friends. Time has nothing to do with anything. We make time for the things that are important to us, and don't make time for the things we don't feel are important. And that's all there is to it. Someone might miss a workout and I hear, sorry, I didn't have time. The scenario that always stands out to me, we always find time so we don't miss a doctor's appointment. We never miss a hair or nail appointment we've been waiting weeks for. And you can bet we'll never miss that Saturday golf game. Somehow, some way, miraculously, we always find time for these things. We certainly find time to sit wide awake at night worried about our child who isn't responding and won't listen who's growing up so fast we feel claustrophobic. We make time to work late because we think the world very well might end if we don't. Or the pressure to get whatever is done is too great to overcome. When in fact, absolutely nothing will change if you go home early. I promise that work will be waiting for you in the morning, right where you left it. What if instead you pour yourself a bath? Relax for 10 minutes. I know, I know. Crazy notion. Take 10 minutes for yourself. The sky might start to fall. We run ourselves rampant, taking care of our children, elderly parents, the dog, the spouse. And when do we sit down and look after ourselves? The answer is simple. We don't. Our mind is cluttered because we never make any sort of list and don't know our priorities. Our stress level is through the roof because when we do one thing for the person, they expect three. Not only that, after a short time of doing everything for someone, they forget or never learn how to do it themselves. This puts more pressure on us. This holds back children from their own personal growth and gives the elderly one less thing to do and one more thing to be reliant on. So there we are, tapped out, maxed to the peak of our ability to do just about anything. Our patience is short. Our mind can't think clearly to solve anyone's problem. And our body is so run down with stress and exhaustion, we may as well be that 90-year-old we've been assisting or enabling. To top things off, the guilt stress we put on ourselves for being grumpy or for being impatient or for not taking a minute for yourselves is more than overwhelming. So what are we left with? exactly where we are today. We're left tired, confused, and lost, most likely on medication and wondering what happened, how we got this way. We're left powerless. What we are is that same person that wouldn't put their mask on first in that airplane. We're left passed out and helpless because we wouldn't put ourselves first. We're left with the inability to help anyone else for that instant, that short time we had the chance, the chance to save our lives and those we love. But we didn't choose us. Putting ourselves last is the same choice as putting everyone else last. Will you save those you love by saving yourself? Just this one time. Put your mask on first. True form life. Let's talk about counting calories. I don't often recommend counting calories for a few different reasons. One of the main reasons is because it takes more time and effort. 
And in all seriousness, we're looking for either a quick fix or something quick and easy that'll help us reach our health and fitness goals. Anyone that knows what they're talking about will tell you there isn't anything like it. It'll take time and effort to erase years of unhealthy eating, but the benefits of a true healthy being can't be measured. The other reason calories aren't always a great idea to count is because most systems don't teach a person how to gradually progress. Most people I personally deal with don't eat enough nutrients throughout the day. They don't eat frequently enough for their metabolism to increase and burn body fat at a higher rate. Most people don't eat enough at all. So then a person reads how many calories they should be eating, which could be double of what they are, and don't know where to start. Then you have the all-in people who are particularly excited and quickly find out it's not so easy to double the calories you consume overnight. Our bodies need a chance to adjust and adapt. Radical changes on our bodies create stress. And it's not always the good kind of stress. Not like the stress we induce to avoid a plateau. This is a completely different kind of stress. I understand some people are all or nothing. They're going to do it or not. But I've always found a higher sustainable success rate with those that choose to gradually progress. So the first thing I'd recommend if you're going to start a calorie counting is to set yourself a goal of gradually progressing. They have some great apps or programs that help you more accurately count calories these days. MyFitnessPal.com being one of them. If you type in your age and body weight and body type, goals and activity levels, it will give you a set rate of whatever calories they recommend you consume on a daily basis. Again, this could be a drastic change from your daily food regimen. So I suggest you increase your calories per day by three to 500 calories. This will reduce the stress levels on your body and will give you a better idea how and what kinds of foods will help you get to your caloric goal. Now this all depends on your mindset. Some people would say three to 500 calories is a lot and other people would say it's too little or they don't want to increase at all. They want to decrease calories. For those that want to increase calories, it doesn't take much really. A banana or orange have roughly 100 calories each. So if you add a few throughout the day, you easily have 300 calories added. You can look to unsalted nuts or trail mix, which I always recommend bringing with you. And those are very calorie nutrient dense. One third cup of almonds alone has 290 calories. Good calories, mind you, which will bring me to those that eat too many calories and want to reduce daily intake. When we're looking at calories, it's important to look at what kind of calories they are and where they're coming from. We all know fast food isn't great for us. That's an easy one. But take a look at this. Let's say we just had a nice meal or burger, what have you, that consists of about 500 calories. Perfect, right on track for a daily calorie intake for that meal. Then we get a little ice cream craving. Nothing wrong with that, right? There isn't anything wrong with it in moderations, actually. Just for argument's sake, let's take a look at a score blizzard because it's one of my favorites. A small score blizzard has 559 calories in it. That's right, a small. A large, are you ready for this? has 1,550 calories. And let's not get into sugar or fat. I know for a fact some people consume this without thinking twice because I was one of them. <laughs> As a kid, I used to love these treats and, and still do actually. So let's go back to our calorie counter. We have about three to 500 calories in that meal. Then we add a little dessert being a small blizzard and we're already close to 1,000 calories for a day within an hour or two. Some people eat like this on a daily basis. More alarming? Some people eat like this a couple times a day. Jamming your body full of high fat, sugary foods in one sitting. Our bodies don't have a choice but to gain body fat. They don't have a choice but to be slow, tired, and irritable. We've done this to ourselves, and we do it time and time again. Right in the middle of the day, no less, or at the end of the day, when we move less, require less energy, and hit the sack before long. Again, we have to understand where our calories come from when we're counting them, which could be deceiving. High fatty, sugary foods are digested differently in our bodies upon consumption. If you have low quality foods, those calories are quickly turned into fat, better known as empty calories. 
much different than nutrient-dense foods with calories your body actually uses and burns off. We also have to remember that we consume calories in beverages we drink on a daily basis. A regular pint of beer contains about 200 calories. So let's say we go out for pizza with the guys. I'd say three pieces of pizza is a regular sitting or more. One slice of pizza also contains more than 200 calories, if you can imagine. So you're sitting there sipping beer, enjoying a pizza. Two beers later, three pieces of pizza, and you've quickly accumulated 1,000 calories yet again in one sitting, probably within a couple hours. I couldn't imagine someone that's trying to lose weight or someone that wants to live a healthier lifestyle will be sitting in an establishment drinking beer and eating pizza, but hey, there's nothing wrong with going out once in a while and relaxing. Just remember to keep your goals in mind, and there's always a healthier option. Check this out for an example. A half a sweet potato is 140 calories. A chicken breast is 110 calories. And one cup of broccoli is 30 calories. That's under 300 calories for a good, clean meal. Some people are very successful counting calories, and others aren't. It's a good idea to try different things out and see what works for you. Remember to take things slowly, either being slowly increase or slowly decrease your daily calorie consumption. But the main point is to reduce stress on your bodies, increase your success rate, and know what type of calories you're consuming. Takeout calories add up quickly in the wrong way. And clean foods that are utilized not only make you feel better, but keep your calorie count down. Goals are attainable if you set them. Come up with a plan, put one step forward after the other, and don't let anything get in your way. All the best to you calorie counters. That's all we have for you this evening. Tune in next week for another interview. My name is Drew Tadia, True Forms fitness expert in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Forms' Drew Tadia, fitness expert. For more on True Forms' Drew Tadia, visit trueformlife.com or call 403-510-4915. True Forms programming would not be possible without the support of GDK Gravel, serving Mountain View County. Call them today at 1-877-335-2091.